Today on the program... Magic? You just pissed on a gypsy in the middle of nowhere. It's Bronson. Welcome to the Rewatch Party. I am your host, Nick. Joining me, as always, are the Toms to my hearty. Lewis and Brandon. How you doing, fellas? Shut your fucking mouth! Shut the fuck up, you cunt! Shut it! All right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Today we were talking about Bronson from 2008. A lot, a lot of C-bombs in this movie. That's right. Oh, my God, it's beautiful. That is my go-to curse word. I am a fan of it. It's uh, quite a good one. I've told you guys this before. Like, from the safety of my own car windows up and everything, I will scream, everybody's a cunt. If you are on the road around me in my car, you can guarantee that I'm screaming that at you. Um, this movie is written by a guy. Uh, his name is Brock Norman Brock. And that's not a that's not a Bond James Bond type of intro. No, his name is Brock Norman Brock. <laughs> Brock Norman Brock. <laughs> Brock Norman Brock. That's me. Um, he has ten other writing credits, but nothing I recognize because this is this is obviously an English film, right? So not not Hollywood. We're not going to know a lot of these people. Uh, Nicholas Winding Refn Refn R E F N. Not sure how you pronounce R E F N. Okay. But uh, he wrote Reffin. He wrote um, a whole series of movies about Pusher, Pusher, Pusher Two, pusher, like drug pushers, drug pushers. Oh no, no, no! I have no. Um, he did jumpers. that. Yeah, time jumpers. jumpers. Time jumpers. There was some movies about jumpers. Also, a movie about push, right? With superheroes and or not superheroes, but like telekinetic powers and shit. Push. That's what I was thinking. With like Chris Evans. It's some sort of supernatural. Yeah. Affair. Not those different different pushers, drug pushers, ah. um, vague drug trade type movies. Uh, he also did the Neon Demon, which I haven't seen yet, but have been meaning to. That's got uh, David Franco, uh, James Franco's brother. Yeah, yes. Uh, it was. I think he had a big hand in the creation. He didn't just star in it, but like helped write it and stuff. But so I've been meaning to see that, but I haven't got to it yet. Also, as apparently the trend with the rewatch party right now, did direct this. So wrote and directed. Wrote and this directed movie. another one. Uh, I mean, he didn't do it exclusively like the last few people have. He's not a Zoller or a Burton because Brock Norman Brock helped him, but he did have a hand in writing as well as directing this. He also directed the Pusher movies and the Neon Demon. So he's been doing the writing directing for a while uh, as well as Drive, that badass Ryan Gosling movie where he drove around, had the scorpion jacket. Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal was good in that one. And Drive? Or was it... Uh, it was Nightcrawler. Uh, I, I get those two confused. Jake Gyllenhaal and Ryan Gosling? Yep. Oh. I always confuse those two. Oh, that's right. You said that before. I don't remember. <laughs> yes. The tits. Uh, I, he's financially inside of you right now, that guy. Hey, uh, so I just had a little stroke of inspiration. Yeah. Um, I, f- I went through and searched the script how many times the word cunt Oh, appears. good, good. How many? Y'all give me a number, and we will... Uh, uh, we'll, because of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, I'm going to go with 42. 42? 
All right, yeah, write it down, and then at the oh, end, Jesus. at the end of this, at the uh, end of the show, yeah, we will Why reveal. Tell us what we No, I want to get y'all now, and for the for the viewers, the listeners, mm. you know, a little bit of suspense. Suspense. Yeah. All right. So how many? So you're saying forty? There we'll are forty two cunts. Forty two cunts in this movie. It seems like that seems too much. I'm gonna go. Seems, that seems too much. <laughs> Did you watch this movie? There, it's like f bombs and Lebowski with this fucking word. What do you got? I'll go ahead and just go with my gut and just say there was thirty six. You going thirty six? All right, I said forty two. Low said thirty six. I'm low balling. Now Brandon know. knows the answer though. I know the answer. Yeah, you didn't look it up. All, All right. right. <laughs> so anyway, I first heard about this movie from an ex. I will keep her anonymous. She will remain nameless, but she liked to get super drunk and leave awful, hateful, shitty messages to me. She would call and leave voicemails, text, uh, Facebook message, or any app possible. I would wake up almost every single morning with, I don't know, 50 to 60. But she'd call you and leave, like, messages? Yeah. Like, she, like, I think that started started me just having my phone on silent all the fucking time because <laughs> she would call nonstop and text and leave, like, Facebook she messenger. Like Gibson. I mean, she was obsessed. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> uh, she wanted me to know very, very repeatedly that I was a piece of shit. I'm a fucking bitch. I'm, I mean, anything under the sun. She probably did call me a cunt a lot. Uh, she would get very angry w- with me, even after we broke up. It went on for months after that. Um, in spite of her and all that, I still like this movie. So, I, even though she introduced me to this, I don't hold it against the movie. So. By far the, I guess, the most art film of anything we've had on the program so far, I would say. Right? I'm sorry, I was... uh, Oh, you were doing something. I'd say this is the most art house kind of film that we've had. It is pretty artsy fartsy. uh, uh, Yeah, it's... That we've had so far on this. Not like the video or uh, movie we've seen on... Yeah, this definitely isn't a fucking 80s, 90s Van Damme canon picture. Uh, at all. Uh, so this is actually, this is a Vertigo Films, not Canon. You right over there? Yeah. Okay. Vertigo Films. Uh, Vertigo Films. I don't know what else, I don't think they've, I don't know what else they would have done. Well, it was relatively, uh, Relativity Media. That was one too, yeah. Which I have seen before. And then Rogue, which who puts it on, but is a, you know, is a, is a company by Relativity Media. And just, so they're all like different branches of the same tree. So yeah, we're they're all. Here. Everyone's got to go. If you put money into it, they gave you a. Credit. Yeah, you get a, you get a little uh, you get a little scroll at the, at the beginning of the thing, right? All right. So anyway, first thing we see, first yeah, thing we get. Sorry, I'm looking up cunts over here. Oh, you're looking up cunts. All right, great. That's gonna be our soundboard. It's like on our uh, Lebowski episode where you did the fucking shortcut. Now we get the cunt cut. Does Tom Hardy play Bane? He does play Bane. Oh, I didn't know that. Tom Hardy is Bane in The Dark Knight Rises. Speak of the devil. And he shot a bear. Uh, and everybody's like, God, he got so fucking huge and jacked to play Bane, but... All suit? You haven't seen Bronson. Oh. No, he's just basically wearing, like, the flak jacket or whatever they call it, like the vest, and, you know, his, his arms are out. He's he's Because Bane, the comic book character of Bane was like a a super roided out mm-hmm. behemoth monster. He's like their juggernaut, basically, you know? Go on, Nell. Do your work. Uh, yes. 
So he obviously didn't like they wanted to make it realistic instead of him being like comic book jacked up. So he's still huge, but they apparently never saw this because he is massive. Dude, his in this shoulder movie. muscles like he looks like there should be armor plates or something <laughs> is what that should be. Like it starts out here at the edge of the shoulder and goes straight to the top of his ears, basically. Like it's just the the muscle on this man in this movie. So we open on him, our main character, Michael Peterson, right? And his cool little mustache. All my life, I wanted to be famous. Are you trying to put on a cognitive? I'm trying, but I can't do it. I'm not. I'm going to try a bunch in this episode, and it's not going to work. But, oh, but yeah, he starts off saying his name's Charles Bronson. All my life, I wanted to be famous. All my life, I wanted to be famous. Yeah. Uh, he, he knew he had a calling. He just didn't know what it was. Um, and so we get a quick... A uh, quick cut of a bunch of different stuff from the movie, right? He's on stage, he's in prison, we get all these different kind of looks. Um, and like, yeah, he again is fucking massive because Michael Peterson, the real life guy that he's portraying, got huge in prison and has two books out on prison workouts. So it was very important that he captured that because that's, I mean, that's all the guy has to do in prison is fucking work out, get huge. And obviously, all he's done is fight. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's that's his thing. So the real guy, which I he can find, believe he spends a lot of his time healing from the beatings yeah, also he gets. Healing, <laughs> um, and you can look up pictures of the real guy. Like there's a Wikipedia page for the real Michael Peterson slash Charlie Bronson, and he's got some massive shoulders. He's not a small dude at all. So he like uh, Tom Hardy did get to meet him in real in real life. I mean, probably through like the the glass that you do at prisons or whatever. But uh, did match him in size. And look, and uh, and as this guy, he never got to see the movie, or maybe he eventually did. When it came out, his mom got to see it, and he said he would approve as long as his mom approved. So his mom loved it. <laughs> yeah, you got the picture of him up right there. Charles Salvador here. Oh yeah, he did. He went from Charles Bronson to Charles Salvador once he became an artist because nope. of Salvador Dali. No longer rocking a mustache. Not that he has the full beard. Full beard, hair slicked back, look like Jake the Snake Roberts a bit. Like a little bit, but picture. he is a big, big fucking dude. Look at those shoulders, dude. Look at those shoulders. They, he does have almost no neck. That's it's how like many, so, how much yeah. shoulder muscle he has. It's huge. So uh, Tom Hardy had to match this, and uh, he says that he didn't think anybody else could have done it. Tom Hardy pulled off like the size and the the attitude and everything. So I, I am I'm still on the fence. I might end up ordering buying one of his workout books. I think I'm going to do it eventually. But it'll be funny if you buy them and read them as uh, Michael Caine. As, uh, read them as Michael Caine. <laughs> yeah, do your Michael Caine. And, what uh, do we fall, Mister Wayne? So <laughs> that we can do push-ups on the floor. Pick up two soup cans. <laughs> yeah, just keep picking them up. Over and over again <laughs> until you get big old shoulders like that. Pick, you get that food tray. What do you do with the food tray? You use it to do slide uh, abs. Oh, slide abs. Oh, oh, I was like, beat the shit out of prison guards. I don't know. But yeah, abs slides. That's a good idea. Look at you. I, I think I think I might have read this book on action. You, you might have. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, so he, he, he wants to be famous somehow, but I can't fucking sing. I can't fucking act. Running out of choices, really. So then, and again, this is the start of our movie, and all of a, already he's pacing around naked in a cell, right? <laughs> Completely naked. 
There's this weird music. He's kind of shadow boxing. He's doing push-ups, just getting ready like a fucking, like the lion in a cage, right? Just waiting for the tamer to come and open. When the guards come in, there's a big old fight. He's just fucking socking. We don't even care if they got helmets on. He's just beating the shit out of these guys. And then it cuts to him laughing. He's just like this insane fucking mad hatter laughter. And then he just stops and has a serious look on his face. And we get our title card. Bronson. This film is based on a true story. Great. What are we in for? <laughs> what in the fuck did Nick make us watch this time? Oh, 33 episodes in. Like, I've, <laughs> you know, I've already... Whatever. Yeah, that's established. <laughs> I figure it has something to do with fighting, and I'm like, okay, yeah. Uh, Nick likes boxing stuff. I do like boxing stuff, for sure. There you go. That's be a it. lot of boxing in this rewatch. So, uh, we see him as a baby. <clears throat> Got a baby in a crib. I don't know if that's like a little bit of a prison bar kind of back to the future joke. Hmm. Maybe. Did you guys? No, I didn't that? catch that, but that's a good good observation. Makes there. sense. That's interesting. Well, yeah, the the baby behind the the, the, the bars. Yeah, I mean, actually, he doesn't. Marty McFly doesn't kneel down. And go better get used to these bars, kid. Yeah. But, um, well, I don't. Yeah, it is reminiscent of but that. It, it didn't I, make me think of that, but it definitely made uh, was clear that they were doing the prison thing, yeah, right? You see the kid behind that; he loves being in there. Yeah, that's what. It, so, so I know, really. <laughs> behind these bars, Mister Wayne. These bars, Mister Wayne. <laughs> Mister Wayne. Wayne. So uh, he fought a lot through school, right? He's back. He's in. He's in his. I can't remember what they call it. They don't just call it school. Anyway, fucking whatever. They're in school and he throws he throws a desk at a kid. <laughs> fucking chucks a desk at I wasn't bad. It starts punching the fuck out of him. I wasn't bad, bad. I still had more principles. Um so then he's kind of grown up. He's working at a sandwich shop, right? Yep. Takes just straight takes money out of the register and he's like there's a lady that's working with him. Uh, I think he gives her a bit, right? Doesn't he give her a cut? Yeah. Gives her a little bit. She's all stoked about it because they were kind of looking at each other earlier, the side of their head, side of their face. Yeah. So. And then he comes up and kisses her. Oh, yeah, he does. Then uh, multiple times, like the running gag of this is the cops coming up to the house and talking to his mom. Yeah. We're here for Michael. Ah, fuck. Of course you are. Always like Michael. everything he's doing, whether it's Michael. a school or robbing there's Michael. Yeah, dude, fucking the cops coming. So he says, I did come into the world with the name Michael Peterson, but I'll go out with my fighting name, Charlie Bronson. And then fights the cops at his house, which I don't know how that didn't land him in jail right there. But yeah, fucking fights these two cops. So uh, it goes to 1974. There's not much, doesn't have a lot going on. Irene and I got hitched. Uh, Irene is played by Kelly Adams. Although I don't know what else she's been in because I haven't I guess, seen enough of British cinema. But they have a baby. Right? So she's dealing with the kids. She's like, what are, what are you doing? What's that noise? He saws off the barrel of a shotgun, makes his own sawed-off <laughs> shotgun, and uh, goes into the post office. And and then we, he goes, this is what I got. And you see like a paltry little bit of bills and coins. And this is what they gave me. Seven years. Oh, boy. This is what they gave me. Seven years. Yeah. So he gets seven years. Don't worry, son. You won't do the seven. You'll be, be out in four. four. You'll be out in four. <laughs> He's all looking. Um, 
He's looking okay, around. Cool. I love it. He's just like, like hmm? <laughs> <laughs> the oh, oh, God. Tom Hardy's so good in this. Yeah, he just always randomly clenches up his fists, <laughs> like he's ready to explode. Oh, dude, second. and he. What a fucking bear this man is. So he gets put into his cell and the camera's behind him, right? And he starts, he he's crying with his hands over his face. And all of a sudden he takes his hands away. He's got clown makeup. He's like, ha, like this big reveal. And he's got this audience, right? So a lot of the movie, like him uh, talking to an audience and that's him. That's it in his head, right? That's how he thinks he's famous, whatever. Uh, it's just the, the way of... Well, see, him being a narrator of his own story, essentially. That never occurs to me or the rest of us watching That did this. not occur to us, dude. It did not occur to us, dude. Because um, <laughs> at one point we were watching this and it's like halfway, more than halfway through, and we're like, what is going on in this movie? He's just in prison or he's out for a little bit and he's back out. And then um, he's got, okay, I'm like, well, maybe they're working their way up to him having this one-man show. I'm like, we got this. Because at one point he does that whole face. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! It was the like, dual paint going like, on. That's yeah. fucking sweet. That's really cool how he did that. And I'm like, he's he probably did something really awesome, and uh, he became a one man, one man show Broadway fucking performer. Nope, uh, nope, never. Nope, <laughs> never. <laughs> that's, that's that's just his like that's the movie's way of showing how he's dealing with it in his head. He's telling his story to us. It's he's his being a dialogue, essentially. Um, so. Yeah, it's but the acting, like the acting that Tom Hardy does to go from weeping to the big clown face reveal here in the audience. And prison was a place where he could hone his skills. Shopping my tools. Everyone's going to know his name, right? So he's like in a sewing class and he beats up some guards. Uh... Then he becomes a hero because he fought the guards. I mean, as he walks through the hallways, everybody's cheering him because he's the one guy that'll fucking fight back against the guards. That's cool. Um, still gets locked into the cell alone, though, so it's not like that fame's getting him jack shit. And they uh, do this long thing where he's just in his cell pacing around. Yeah, and the camera's and following. For in, in for One thing I saw in this movie that sort of, I don't know if it bothered me, but I noticed it a lot is the linger, the lingers. Everything seemed to go on a little little, uh, little too long. Like this thing where he walked around or when he stands there for a little bit and doesn't say anything. And then, yeah. yeah like he just holds but it. That's, I mean, that's very British, I feel. I, that, I felt that may have been some, yeah. some British thing, but I was like, man, this was lingering, man. It's lingers. I kept fucking lingers. About, I wanted to pull the... Pineapple Express, yeah, just to get that, like lingers. <laughs> lingers. It's um, Fritz. But yeah, like he paces around a cell, and the camera's posted in the middle, and like spinning, uh, you know, uh, going around as he makes him. the circles. But I mean, there's, I feel a lot of that is just to show the he's, mundanity he's of it. Yeah, yeah. He's just doing nothing all day long. Twenty. Yeah. So we meet this guy named Paul Daniels, who's like. You look at those guns. You must be handy in a fight. Ding, ding. <laughs> and then he just like randomly fleck, like clenches his fist at the guy in a little boxer stance. That's weird. Because he's trying to serve him tea. You must be handy in a brawl. Bam, bam. Oh, bam, bam. Count. Ding, ding. Ding, ding. <laughs> and yeah, then as he hands him the... The, the, the teacup and saucer and then makes fists with this... Yeah. He looks like an old-timey boxer, Yeah, he's got way. that... Mm-hmm. Awkward stance the bald there. Bald head, the mustache with slightly point pointing yeah. at the end, bushy. 
and then like and then, pajama top. Yeah, but the 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 one fist's extended way out front there. Yeah. So then he's back on stage and he yells at a person in the crowd. Someone like tries to heckle him. He's like, "You don't want to be locked in with me. I'm Charlie Bronson. I'm Britain's most violent prisoner." Terrible accent. I know. I'm no Tom Hardy, but. Uh, he loved prison. He has the line, it was madness at its very best, which is a pretty awesome line. So we get a quick montage. It covers pages, like the newspaper fucking flashing up all these stories, all the shit he's doing. Like he fights this guy, all this inmates fighting this guy. Um, get a few of the different prisons he goes around to, uh, Parkhurst, Parkhurst was exceptional standards for my royal self. The food was good. And I love as soon as he says food was good, he's getting beat with a nightstick and he spits blood all over his plate of food as he says food was good. <laughs> um, whole prison was worth a visit. Uh, Scrubs is not my favorite, which he says over the scene of yet another fucking fight. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. We had a laugh. We had a laugh. Uh, we love. Yeah. So just prison after prison after prison and all these guards with their sticks. and I do like the music. Yeah. Except for that one stupid-ass techno song that keeps playing through. This is orange. Yeah, this is orange. Or what is this? This is red. This is yellow. This is orange. It's like, God! This is violent. But it's super effective, though, because it like puts you on edge. It's like a tense... Thing. Tension and release. Tension and release, yeah. Um, so other than that, uh, so then they finally throw him in the funny farm. And he cuts to the funny farm. We see this dude in the gown. He fucking squats down and shits into his own hand, sits back <laughs> on his bed, and starts painting his face oh. with it. Well, uh, he holds it for a Yeah, you're not sure yeah, what he's like, going to do gonna with it. it. Is he going to eat it? Is he going to eat it? Again, he lingers for a little bit. <laughs> lingers, and then he just dips no, his fingers no, in. No, don't do it. Don't do it. And you think he's going to eat it. He's going to wipe it. He's looking at the wall in front of him. And then and he just, just starts putting on his own face. Oh. Face mask. All right. Oh. And so two guys come into a cell. He's got the cell like at the end of a hallway, right? Uh, and the guys come in. It's like rule number one is follow the rules. Okay. And, and rule number two, this ain't prison. Now take these pills. He goes, yeah, stick them up your fucking ass. <laughs> yeah. Um. Real quick, right before that scene happens, mm-hmm. um, we get the first five cunts. Oh, during the prison yeah, fight. I'm just montage? gonna update as we go through, oh. so you know we'll see. But there's there's your first five, the first appearance, and it's used five times in a row. During his montage of different prisons, he's I, been I in? think it's right at the end of that where uh, he was like, "They I'm sent updating, me here, I'm the funny farm. <laughs> where are we going?" And then he and he's like, "Oh, what have you got for me, you jolly boys? Jolly boys, all the lot of you." He's like, "Cunt, cunt, cunt, cunt." <laughs> Just starts fucking. I'm gonna, I'm changing my number to seventy one. Seventy one. Jesus, from thirty six to seventy one. I didn't realize, like, okay, if we're gonna count every single cunt, yes, yeah, you would. Every single one. You know, it's like, like you cunt, you cunt, you cunt, you cunt. Yeah, yeah okay, see, it's not yeah, one it cunt. Yeah, we might end though. up with more in this episode than we were in the movie. <laughs> I don't know. Um, all right, so yeah, stick the pills up your fucking ass. So they leave. He lays back in his bed, mumbling. He's all proud because they just like he. Oh, he fucking out toughed them. But now they come back with a whole crew of people, and he jumps out of bed, ready to fight, screaming "cunt" all over the place again. Yep. 
Six. Seven. Oh, and they inject him. Actually, they that's put, nine. There was there no. was two more in they there. They put a sedative on him. Mm-hmm. And then I guess at that point, they just keep him on it. And yeah, they pretty much have to keep him doped up. Yeah. So he's overly sedated. He's like sunk into this chair, right, drooling on himself. Just completely fucking sedated. This dude walks up. Now, it's hard to tell who's who. I was trying to go through the IMDb and get like the actors in this, but so many people are just credited as prison guard. Great. Or screw. There are like four different people credited as screw huh, from the, screw? the nut house. Screw. Oh, like like screw. screw yeah, screw, screwy. Um, so this guy is just one of the random screws, and he's like, yeah, they'll never understand. And that scares them, so they keep you drugged up so they don't have to deal with you, right? Um, so the guy's talking to him, and he, it doesn't seem like any of it's sinking in because he's all fucked up. So then yeah. it cuts to the dance party where we get the first appearance well, of our— of you're missing, like, a crucial part because oh. uh, he talks about, like, you know, you, you and me, eight-year-old boy. He's like, yeah, you know, we get—this is a—let uh, me get exactly what he says because there's something that makes him— Oh, yeah, he's a pedophile. Like, go look at him and just go, what the fuck? If I wasn't fucking drugged If I right wasn't now, drugged my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put, here. Is this it right here? I'm pulling it up here. Because it's a lot of awkward lingeringness. I don't understand. Right, you were saying that. So they keep you drugged up. What's that going to change? I'm going to change the you inside. I think I know the truth. You're no more mad than I am. That's definitely the way to keep this guy contained. That's the only way. (laughs) Yeah, it's all just made up. It's rubbish. Here he comes. You. Me. Nine-year-old girl. And he's like spitting out, but he looks over at the guy like, what the fuck? It's a loveology. It's a loveology. Not. Ugh, it's pretty creepy. Oh, and then oh. Gives, him a, gives him a good loogie. Good old yeah. loogie falling up. So the guy pats him on the shoulder and goes off. Yeah, so in real life. It's loveology. He when says. he, uh, when, when Michael Peterson was at uh, Broadmoor. The funny farm here. He did try to strangle a pedophile, and only failed because the tie that he was using broke. <laughs> That's that'll that'll happen. So that sort of happens in this. It movie. is kind of sort of <laughs> what happens in the movie. So that is true. And then we get to the dance party with our techno song. Crank this up. Uh, yes. Here's the first appearance of this song. And what's that term? Where it's in the movie? Although this is a different song. No, Damn but. It. Uh, diegetic. Diegetic. I can never remember it, but I, I know it now. This is a different techno song. This isn't the fucking red, red, red. Yeah, no, it's red. not yet. This is a different but We got this weird dude in this blue kind of polo shirt just dancing, man. Look at this guy. Getting it. Uh, it's like uh, he's conducting a, a orchestra. A little bit. It looked like he has like he's got a like a badminton racket, but he's like they swinging. wouldn't let that happen. He's swinging something. It looks so like. he's dancing his ass off, and uh, Bronson's trying to make his way through. He's like. Coming out of the drug phase, he's like stumbling around trying to get to the door. The guard points back, and he's like, "Okay," he turns around and walks back. <laughs> and so we get this great line: "Fucking loonies, they're great, mate, but they're fucking loonies, ain't they?" Um. So he plans his escape, right? 
the the pedophile familiar is walking along the main room. We follow him along, and he sits down and looks at Bronson, who's sitting there again in the chair, all fucking drugged out and shit. And he just goes, tisk, 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 you know, because he warned him, warned him about getting too drugged up. But then all of a sudden he comes out of it. He was just acting. He's not actually drugged up. He's totally clear-headed. And he gets a tie and he walks up behind this, this guy and fucking starts strangling him. But the uh, the orderlies come and they drag him away. So he goes, let me reenact to you what happens when murder goes wrong. And here's him back on his mind stage. And yeah, one half of his face is him and the other half is painted like a woman. I really like this scene. And he was turning around to be both characters yeah. in this. And it's fucking really, really well done. We start up all that silliness again, are we? Oh, it's so cool. It's, yeah. When he swipes his face, it... it and he... And it doesn't... It's not cut. Mm-hmm. You're just watching him do this, and he completely changes yeah. characters. Well, not like he's got the, the fake red nails on one hand, just on yeah. her side, just... I don't know. It was good. It was really good. I'll just have to pop you in the body with one of my special potions. Music too. What is my trial? Yeah, he wants this trial because he wants to go back to jail. He wants to get out of the loony bin. <laughs> Mr. White recovered, dear. There's no trial. So there's no trial because you didn't murder anybody. Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> However, you are being moved. Wait, did he kill somebody? Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, he was trying to kill that guy, but he didn't. Oh, oh. So, so she's was, like, he, the guy's fine. There is no trial. You didn't do anything. Except assault him. Yeah, so you are being moved. Broadmoor Asylum for the criminally insane. Now he's being moved to Broadmoor. He wasn't in Broadmoor there. He's being moved to Broadmoor now because of this. Um, I deserve to go to prison for what, what I, I did. I want my... Ho- I want my hotel room back. <laughs> I want my hotel room back, which is hilarious. Sure you'll find yourself some solitary... So, yeah, nice little line. And see, he even does a bow. And scene. Um, so he goes, I got 26 years, 26 years of solitary, and I never killed anyone. Not a single soul. And that is unfair. So I'm going to show them the ultimate in unfair takedowns. Okay, so has 26 years elapsed, or he got 26 he years? He had got 26 years. It hasn't elapsed. That's so just that's what he... That's what part got me. I was like, 26 years? I'm like, all of a sudden, we're jumped to 26 years later, and uh, you look like uh, you did 26 years Yeah, he years never ago. served all that because he kept causing trouble and fucking yeah. being moved around, but that was a sentence he was given for trying to kill this guy. Mm. So now we get Charlie... Ver- yeah, ultimate and unfair takedowns. Is what I call Charlie versus Broadmoor. So here we get scenes of a guy crawling on the roof. The armed guards coming up. And he does a little song. Yeah. When I'm a rock and roll, rock and roll star. (laughs) Rock and roll star. And uh, when I'm a rock and roll, when I'm a rock and roll. But Charlie Bronson actually did climb up on the roof of Broadmoor multiple times. So I think this is actual footage of him. I don't know if that's actually him or if they filmed it to play, but it is what really happened. He caused um, 
And his multiple trips up on the roof, he did 250,000 pounds worth of damage. Pounds wow. being the, the British money, Four not... Million. Yeah. That's him with the two fingers and... Uh, yeah. <laughs> so he, he did it multiple times. Interesting. And so, again, I, I don't know if that's... If they actually had crews there and that's actually the guy or if they just, you know, reenacted it and made it look like it was I think that was like actual footage. news footage. But, uh, yeah, he became Britain's most expensive prisoner after these stunts, as well as most violent. Uh, they, so what was it? Uh, I don't think this was a quote from the movie, but he said they, I, they tried to make me insane, but I was too violent. So then they declared me sane because of my violence. How's that? How's that work out? But they said, you're fine. And they let him free and he gets out. In 1987, he's released from prison. Because of all there was okay, so I read. I I, I don't want to speak out of turn, but I thought this whole thing where he got certified sane is a, a discrepancy in the actual story of Charles. Bronson. No, he really did. Uh, well, it said something. I, I'm trying to find it again, but uh, I don't know if you have anything, Brandon. Do you see anything? Uh, no. About him getting out. No, he got out, but I don't know this whole certified uh, sane thing. I don't know. Yeah, but so that quote I think I got from actual Michael Peterson, not from the movie, where he said they decided to call me sane because of my violence. Yeah, I don't know if that was like actually certified or uh, or anything like that. He kept fucking up Broadmoor, and they'd let him go. It's like you just got to get out of here. You just got to get the fuck out, dude. I don't know. At some point, once you cause that much damage, why are you not worried they're gonna just put you down? I mean, you're come on, dude. This yeah. guy's definitely not trying to rehabilitate. No. Uh, he's caused tens of millions of pounds <laughs> yeah, of damage. pounds of damage. And uh, fucking, he, he's not a great guy. He keeps beating up our- Beating up uh, all the guards, all the other inmates. Give this guy the fucking chair. Do something. But they don't, so they let him go. And he, his parents pick him up. Mom's excited. Dad is not <laughs> excited. Um, now, how long was this? Him, this is not 26 years, right? No, 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 no. Not even. This scene of him coming home really reminded me of the scene in A Clockwork Orange when uh, when he, he gets home. rehabilitated. Yeah, yeah, it was just like, I mean, the house obviously kind of similar, but just the awkwardness of it really reminded me of it. Well, yeah, because then it, he's like, he gets into the house and Where's mom's like, stuff? let's, well, yeah, well, there's something first, exactly like that happens. She's like, let me, let's get tea or something. And he just stands there because he doesn't know what to do without like guards or mm-hmm. instructions, you know, and it's, it's all pretty awkward. But yeah, now where's my stuff? Well, we couldn't move everything. Where's my bed? Not this one, my bed. My bed still in Lunton. Yeah. So, um, yeah, all the stuff's still in Lunton. We had to move, and we couldn't bring your stuff, and so he's pretty upset about that. Um, so he hops on a train to go to Lutton. I love that he's he's sharing a cabin on this train with this lady. She's like, oh, you're going on holiday? And he goes, no, I'm off to make a name for myself. I'm going to kill the queen. <laughs> and she doesn't even bat an eye. She's not phased at all. She goes, oh, so you're off to London then. <laughs> like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is pretty fucking funny. Um, so he's going to visit his Uncle Jack, right? We meet Uncle Jack. Played by Hugh Ross, who's in Hannibal Rising. You know, he made it in the Hannibal movies. He's in Train Spotting, big British actor. Um, so he immediately comes in and gets a cocktail. They emphasize cock so much in their cocktails. But he's got quite a weird party. 
Very weird party. It was, uh, yeah. He's like, ladies and gentlemen in ladies attire. <laughs> Come in, my dear boy. You're just in time for cocktails. Cocktails. But when he asked, like, when they go in and he asked some lady to make him one, it's like, can you make him a cock? At some point, he was like, cocktail. Um, but yeah, ladies and gentlemen in ladies attire. Uh, this is my nephew, Michael, whatever. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> so he's like sitting on this couch and he's just introducing him to these ladies. He doesn't care. He like at one point picks up this piece of cheese on a toothpick and eats it. And he's just like, nom, 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 nom. and he's like, just not really knowing what to make of this whole scene. He's super awkward. So... Yes, but it seems like a pretty cool party, right? It's got some light jazz. We got some super fancy cocktails. They've got all the umbrellas and the shit sticking up out of the glass. And uh, all these women that he calls pets. My pets. He's got his pets. The Cockney accent. Like, hey, you want? I can just hook you up with any of my pets here. Michael. Hell of a party going on, Uncle Jack. Hell of a Caucasian, Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, uh, our boy here decides he's going to go talk to this Paul Daniels guy. You remember? Bang, bang, ding, ding. Bang, bang, ding, ding. That guy from earlier, and he's going to get into boxing. And the guy's like, you need a cool name, right? Let's get you into a a fucking, uh, like a Hollywood actor's name. Like, oh, like Charlton Heston. And he's like, nobody gives a fuck about Charlton Heston. He's a cunt. Well, before they, like, sit down and... Cunt number 10. That's only the 10th? That man's a cunt. Yeah. I may have to stick to my original number here now. (laughs) Um, uh, But no, that guy, he goes to some place and he sees him and uh, he asks, he goes, let's fuck. Oh, yeah. When he goes to the bar that he finds him at, he's like, yeah, let's fuck. I was like, whoa. He's like, are you interested? Mm, Yeah. yeah. And then you keep. Of course I'm fucking am. (laughs) Oh, it's the song. No, that's still not it. Let's fuck. Fuck. Uh, then no, we're sit- but that, that red song should be the next one yeah, coming up. Then we're sitting here talking, so and this is where he talks about... Are you interested? interested? That's not about the fucking. This oh, is about the boxing. So they, he doesn't want to be Charlton Heston because nobody gives a fuck about Charlton Heston. You need to be Charles Bronson. You've got a real death wish. It's fitting because Charles Bronson had did like five or six of those death wish movies. So now he's Charles Bronson. And then we get... He said beating the fucking shit out of a guy in a boxing match. Or is this... Oh, yeah, this is the song? Here we go. Yep. Oh, let me get it. This, this is, is yellow. Red, this is red, red. This is red. red this is red. yellow. And the bridge gives us this is orange. I'm so glad that they're telling us our primary... Co- not even primary colors. Just our colors, I guess. Sorry. Perfect. Charlie fucking, fucking Ronson. Mm-hmm. That so, do you just find the cunt counter over there that breaks on each one? Uh, I'm search. I searched the script for ah, the word cunt. There we go. Yeah, yeah. So this is our song. This is like the theme of the movie. This techno song throughout. And we got a, a topless lady dancing. She's doing her pole dance thing, and he's standing, staring away from her. For some reason, staring off camera a little bit as she dances in the background. (laughs) What a song lyrics. 
Maybe that's the color of the key that she's playing. Yeah, maybe. And then we go, now we go to yellow. This is yellow. She could, she could see this color or hear color. Yeah, there we go. Oh, God, what's the word for that? Synes- Synesthesia. Yes, thank you. Anyway, there's, so there's the song. That fucking song. So he's in a barn, and he beats the shit out of this guy, right? <laughs> he has his first bare-knuckle boxing match, beats the fuck out of this dude, and then pisses on him. Yeah, I thought that was really Just fucking weird. pisses on this dude that he just knocked out. And he goes out, and he's like, here's 20 quid. It's a 20 quid. I gave you fucking magic in there. And the uh, guy's like, magic? You just pissed on a gypsy. That's not. That's hardly magic. You need a following. Yeah, we got to build like you that. up. We got to build you up. So next he takes on two guys. So then he's fighting these two guys at the same time, uh, which is awesome. Beats the fuck out of these two guys and then, like, stands their arms in the air, very much like Russell Crowe and Gladiator, are you not entertained kind of thing. Uh, has himself a bit of sex, and then he's off to fighting dogs. Now they're unleashing fucking angry dogs on him. They're like, who's that fucking football guy? Michael Vick. Michael yeah, Vick. pulling a Michael Vick, and he has to fight. Because, th- yeah, he's, like, sitting back there. He's like, fucking let him go! Let him go! Uh, this is another one. This is where there are two dogs, and it cuts away from this. It's at the end of this little montage. But he's just like, fucking do it. Bring it on. Bring it on. And they let the dog loose on him, and, um, and there we go. He fights dogs. So then he's talking to his lady friend, right? And uh, he says, I love you. And she goes, oh, that's great. It's been nice. I love Brian. Oh, yeah. Here, well, Damn, you were just at it. Uh, yeah. So here's, are we at the dog scene? Yeah, 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 yeah. This. this is great. Would you uh, would you fight a dog? Hell no. I mean, maybe goober sized. <laughs> but this fucking dog? No way. And there's not even an audience here. It's the guy holding the dog and like two other people. So why are you doing this? But yeah, he comes out of the shadows looking like the fucking Hulk. He looks more ferocious than the dog when he comes charging up. It's crazy. Um, so yeah, he's like, I love you. And she goes, oh, I love Brian. But thanks. So Brian's her oh, boyfriend. God, he's got a motorbike. Yeah. He's got, oh, so you need things. So he goes and he gets a ring, right? He goes into this jeweler and he fucking beats the guy up. I want to take a butcher's at that ring now, whatever. Yeah. Take a butcher's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he fucks up the jeweler and steals the ring and looks at the lady who works in the shop. He's like, you don't call the cops fucking 10 minutes. No, 15 15 fucking minutes, right? And she's like, okay, 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 okay. And he walks out and he goes back to Allison and he gives her the ring. She's like, oh, I'm already, I'm already getting married. She's like, oh, okay. Um, well, that fuck, like, and so what have you been fucking me this whole time for? Like, what is wrong with you, stupid woman? That's just um, how she works. That's how she is. So she's already, and he's just like, okay, so I fucking fought this guy and and committed robbery and did all this shit again for you and you're gonna fuck Brian whoever Brian is fuck Brian he said I bought you this <laughs> we all know what you did yeah get that sir I know who you are you, you fight fucking dogs man you piss on gypsies <laughs> okay. yeah instead of going thinner now it's pisser the pisser curse. That's the gypsy curse for fucking Bronson. All right. So anyway, she's marrying Brian. And that sucks. So he's back in jail. 
1988. Got out in 87, back in 1988 for another robbery. And he's like, turns out she did wait exactly 15 minutes before calling the cops. But, but it didn't take the cops didn't, 15 It didn't minutes. take them 15 minutes to find me. Nope. <laughs> so uh, he gets solitary for 69 days. Nice. <laughs> nice. Giggity. <laughs> Uh, so his dad, uh, oh, dude, not dad. Sorry. This dude comes and brings him a book. Hey, we got books for you. Here you go. And he's got a, not a bad cell, not a bad cell. It's got like wood paneling. He's got a fucking little nightstand, you know, for, for being, uh, a well, a well-known criminal and as fucked up as he has been. He definitely does not get wood paneling in that thing. Then, oh, what was that paneling that That I just saw? That was him in the warden's, uh, Oh, that was right. I asked to talk to the governors. Governors. Which is just a warden. Governor to us means something completely different. (laughs) But that's right. That was right. That was the governor's office. So he's in his cell. It is not wood paneled. But it's still, he has like actual furniture in there and shit. Yeah, he's got a desk. And a little nightstand. So the guy comes in to bring him books and he gets out of bed and shuts the door there and locks it. No problem. There's number 13. Shut it. Shut it. The guy's like, yeah, you're three times the size of me. I am not going to say shit. All right, so now he just starts screaming. You know, uh, he repeatedly calls this guy a cunt. Calls him a lot of times. So uh, real Charlie in real life often did take to hostages. This was one of his favorite things to do was to take hostages in his cells. Um, So he also liked to attack people with bottles and jars. That was his main weapon of choice was fucking... Glass objects. Stop giving him glass. Yeah. Uh, so the warden, they put a phone through the slot in the door, right? And the warden calls, and he's like, give me what I want. Well, what the fuck do you want? He never, at any point, he doesn't know what he wants, really. He doesn't want anything. He just wants to he fuck He just wants around. to fuck up the system, right? So he ends up hanging up on governor and Gov. strips naked. Gov. And he's like, I'm going to put my war paint on. And I think it's butter or something. Some grease. Some kind of greasy substance that he has hidden in his bed. And he starts rubbing it on himself. And he hands it to the other guy. He's like, rub it on my back. Rub it on my back. Rub it on my back of my legs. Yeah. On my ass. Not in my ass. (laughs) So he gets all buttered up. And uh, (laughs) the guards come in. So his whole thing is if the guards can't grab him. Yeah. You know, he's trying to be slippery. And uh, I think this is our first actual oh, I didn't, I didn't little little weenie scene. Like, he was naked at the very beginning, but yeah. I don't think you see it. This is the first time you see... We get some peen. Tom's hardy. <laughs> uh, well, it was barely... It was hardly hardy. Hardly hardy. Yeah. Hey, I, I, I can feel his pain, man. He's a grower, not a shower. It's all right. You slag! You slag! That's why we ain't good, Back of my legs, my ass, some of your ass cheeks. On the ass cheeks? Bloody my ass, you fucking homo. On it. On it. Quickly. Quicker, quicker. Quicker, quicker, quicker. God, he's insane. Quicker, quicker. Fuck off. Quicker, fuck off. Don't move, cunt. Number 19. (laughs) And then. More dong. And then comes up to him naked, just dong at face level. (laughs) And he's like, you got your feelings, right? He says it's going to get fucking hairy. It's going to get fucking hairy. And then the (laughs) the guards come in and he starts fighting. It takes four guards to get him. Um, So now he's he's in a straight jacket. It's got the leather strap in his mouth. Mm -hmm. Right? Warden's talking to him. He's like, you can't continue with this nihilistic behavior. And I was like, oh, nihilists. 
leave your nursing Lebowski. <laughs> oh, fuck, say what you want about the tenets of national socialism. At least it's an ethos. At least they fucking believe in something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fucking nihilist, dude. <laughs> so it's not going well for him. The warden's basically like washed his hands of him. Um, all right, so now we're in an art class, right? He's got an art class and uh, painting birds. And he's like, you do a lot of birds. Well, it's kind of all I can see. That's all I got is these birds. And the teacher's like, okay, well, I need you to find that find that piece of yourself that doesn't belong here. And work on that. And so, yeah, okay. He's a very, very hippie teacher. Yeah, from Beavis and Butthead. Very much so. Men have feelings, too. Can I share mine with you? <laughs> Remember that? When Fly they were camping? Me, lesbian seagull. <laughs> That's right, lesbian seagull. Um, but so uh, Charlie here is taking a big uh, interest in art, and he's pretty good at it. No. Again, uh, mirror, mirroring true drawing. life is, you know, he became became an artist, escaped into art. As a, instead of violence, it finally gave him another outlet, I guess. Um, so they go and they meet with the warden, right? And the warden's happy. He's in a new path. He hasn't had a fight in a while. He's interacting with other inmates. You know, he's he's acting okay. And uh, he's like, I'd love to see your art sometime. And the teacher's like, hey, actually, he painted this for you. And the warden doesn't even look at it, just hands it off to the side. Like, and hand it over to this guy. I'll take a look at it later. Yeah. Maybe and that's, I'll look at it And later. that's when you see that that's when the change happens in Charlie. He's got these little these little John Lennon glasses on, yeah, <laughs> which is pretty cool. But he had to wear these. Apparently, uh, the real Charlie Bronson said that that many years in dark, solitary cells fucked up his eyesight, and so he has to have glasses anyway. Um, really? Yeah, like he can't ha- be around light. Where do you get such cool fucking? Glasses? Yeah, why are they give him these badass fucking glasses? But ever since that, now he's back in the art room and he's just sitting there staring off into space. Like he, it, it clicked as soon as the warden was an asshole about it. Ah, see, you done fucked up now. He was doing great, doing great. Doing you, great. Had, you had it going, man. You had him rehabilitated, and then that one thing, and he just fucked. So now the teacher's How like, "How can you forgive a fucking guy? Yeah, this type that of guy. Acts like he could go, Trust me, I don't believe you. Oh, we'll give this three more years, and if you're like this still, we'll yeah. up. You've been like this for three days." You think yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, I'm not really. But when he's like, "Hey, he painted this and he wants to show it to you," at least look at it. And go, "Oh, that's great. I'm going to hang it on my fridge, Bronson." Oh, look at that! Look at what he did. Oh, is that supposed to be me? Oh, that's so good. Like you do to your fucking kids. You don't just don't. He, he doesn't even grab it. He makes the fucking deputy get. He's like, "Yeah, hand it to him. I'll see you later." And Bronson's just like, "All right, then. Fuck you." And then he's pissed, and the teacher, they go back to the art room, right? And the fucking art instructor's like, oh, you're so talented. I, you're going to get out of here. I just fucking know it. I know it, man. You're going to be released. You're so fucking talented. You're a fucking genius. This is, oh, oh my God, this is amazing. I just know it. And he's like, how are you, how are you so fucking sure? And he's like, well, you know what? We're going we're gonna to have some fucking problems. Oh, yeah. The guy talks about making tea. And then, like, keeps getting distracted. And at one point, Charlie looks at him and like, and where's my tea? Oh, I'm such a shit. I'm sorry, I forgot. And he's back over making tea. And uh, there's a little bit of a Maxwell Silver Hammer thing. Because once he turns his back on the boy, he creeps up from behind. Ba-dum, dum, 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 dum. Bang, bang, Bronson, Silver Hammer. Um, but that, he, our teacher, his, uh, his name is Danielson. Danielson? Uh, yeah, Danielson. And, Not uh, Danielson. 
Well, it's Daniel's son, but you say Daniel's son. I just wonder how Mr. Miyagi would, you know, call him. <laughs> Daniel's son, son. Daniel's son, son. Daniel's son, son. Hi. <laughs> the script is fucking terrible. Um, so, yeah. He, can we just call him Daniel? Can we? Can we look, hey, 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 uh, John, John, can we do something about this Daniel's son, son thing? Like, really? It's a made-up character. We can't pick any last name. It's based off of my real life. Yeah, well, I you, you know, look, his last name's Daniel. The We're real Daniel life Miyagi <laughs> actually called me Daniel Son Son. I don't, I don't, I don't buy it. I'm Pat Morita. I am Pat Morita. Go I don't buy it. Work on a bonsai, you fucking yeah, fucking motherfucker. Before I swan kick you, remember it's based on me. That's right. I know how to swan kick. That kick's illegal. I don't care. I don't care. I'm going to win anyway. I don't fucking care. <laughs> so, and scene. That was great, man. That was good how that worked. So he, he gets the fucking art teacher hostage and he strips down. His whole body's painted black. Just covers himself in black paint, right? And he's threatened to kill the guy. He's yelling out the door at the warden. Again, what do you want? Uh, I want music. I want music. Okay, so he sends one of his guys, go fucking play some goddamn music then. So they turn on some opera. It's not the same uh, opera that they play in Shawshank, is it? I don't think okay. so. I, no. I couldn't couldn't place it, but I've definitely heard this song in yeah, movies this is, before. I was trying to look it up. I was even going through the soundtrack of the movie, yeah. and I saw a few titles, and I'm not well-versed enough in classical, but there are a few pieces I recognize the title of, yeah. so I was like, I don't know which one it is, sadly. But, yeah, this is a well-known piece. This is one of the greatest hits of classical, yeah. I guess, if there yeah. were such a thing. Well, and classical hits in movies, specifically. Oh, for sure. I was thinking Shawshank, but another one, and I might be way off, but in uh, Meet the Parents, when they introduce uh, oh, I don't know. I Pam's only... ex-boyfriend, who's Owen Wilson, I think it's something like I only this saw when they're the, in his house. I only saw Meet the Parents once, and I was like, I can't, I can't fucking, it drove me up the goddamn wall. Really? I can't ever watch it again. <laughs> I just, like, it was me and my cousin Eric, and we're watching it, and we just kept screaming at the TV, Stop fucking lying, you idiot! We're just like, it's not even funny, you stupid dickbag! Just, like, say you were smoking a cigarette, it's fine, just, god damn it! It's not even funny, it's infuriating. <laughs> we had, like, veins on our head, like, All right. Fuck. Yeah. So meet the parents, not in the not rewatch. in the rewatch. The only funny part was the bit at the end where it's like the camera can you deal footage. With that? Yeah, can you deal with that? <laughs> Why don't you have the news poke the little major dragon or whatever? <laughs> like that was it. Is a little <laughs> hidden camera scene. Oh yeah, here's the Shawshank one. Definitely different song. Okay. I have no idea what them ladies were saying, but it was the most beautiful thing I have. Anyway, now you got them both going. <laughs> All right. Anyway, stop. stop. That's you enough. can't tell the difference. That's enough. That's enough. Uh, so he uh, has the music going. And you get to see some more dong, by the way. Oh, yeah. Because, well, he's completely naked. And he's not shy about it. And they also don't try to... Usually there's like the sly Austin Powers hiding stunts or whatever. Nope. He just... He's standing there full on Tom Hardy dong flopping around. Naked as a jaybird. Yep. Uh, and so he, he goes over to the, he has the teacher like tied up against one of the posts next to the staircase. Right. Mm -hmm. And his face is painted. He's got an apple in his mouth. He takes his like bowler hat and puts it on the teacher's head. 
And this is recreating the painting Son of Man, the painting Son of Man by a Belgian painter, René Magritte. And it's just that. I think it also looks a lot like a Pink Floyd picture. One of the Pink Floyd covers or how they always have random artwork, but it's basically the Son of Man. It's a dude with the suit and hat and an apple on his face. So, I so apple over his face. Yeah. It's over, then, which he couldn't obviously do, so he just stuffed in his mouth. And then he puts his glasses And then he him. puts the glasses on, and he's like, yeah, yes, And those were perfect. actually needed for him in real life, uh, because yeah, he'd spent so long in solitary. That it, the light, he's too sensitive yeah, to light had, now. he had mentioned that. Oh, he mentioned we were it. talking about the Lennon glasses. And, but we're like, why does he get... Ha- what? Surely there's some prison-issue piece-of-shit glasses. He doesn't get super awesome fucking John Lennon glasses. <laughs> like, those glasses are badass. But he takes them off and puts them on the teacher, and he's like, yep, that's it. That completes it. And I'm so glad that they're willing to give this guy a little bit of comfort, you know, giving him some sunglasses because he's yeah. been in solitary. Because like, fuck off he, with your, you with earned your, your sunglasses. Way you earned... Maybe stop beating the shit out of literally everyone <laughs> and you wouldn't have to be in solitary I'm so fucking so long. Glad, you did this to yourself. I'm so glad the UK prison system treats yeah. their prisoners so nicely, dude. Oh, well, we got the same thing here. I mean, oh, you're going to only eat organic food. Well, fuck. No, you get to eat prison food or you don't, motherfucker. Don't be a prisoner then. <laughs> like that loser at the Capitol. Yeah, thing. the fucking bullhorn guy, the Q. What's it? The Q. I'm starving here. The yeah. uh, Q uh, genie or the Q wizard. What the fuck they call the himself? The Q not the, no, the Q shaman. 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 God, fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they don't have organic food for me. Well, then don't storm the Capitol, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Mommy. Yeah, damn. So anyway, he, he finishes his perfect sculpture of the teacher thing. And then he's like, and then he just, it's all calm and it's great. He's like, yeah, yeah, this is it. That's great. And then just suddenly, Roy, that's it. He's had enough. Get in here. No, he's like, that's a fucking piece of me. <laughs> that's a fucking piece <laughs> of me. And get him out of here. Get him out of here. And he's screaming. He's screaming through the door at the warden, but randomly we get an aside. No class tomorrow, right? I get thought that was out. funny right right before they so came through. So fucking hilarious. Like, he's getting ready to fight. No class no tomorrow. No class tomorrow, eh? That's a fucking piece of me. That's a fucking piece of me. And he starts crying the Daniel Oh, the teacher, son. yeah. Which I think he sees the tear rolling down. He's like, that's not part of the painting, motherfucker. <laughs> now you've ruined my art. You've ruined my art. And then he starts scowling. God, he is just massive. Oh, that's enough. He's had enough. Get him out of here. Time to fight. Yeah. Go get him the fuck out of here. He's had enough. I'm grabbing yeah. my dog. What? You fucking cunts. No class tomorrow. <laughs> no class tomorrow. <laughs> and then they come storming in, and we get this big old fight on a staircase. He's just bludgeoning these guys. And again, they have fucking helmets on, and it doesn't matter. Just... Knocking people left and or right, fucking body shots, throwing them downstairs against the wall, just taking these motherfuckers out. But they finally get them one on each arm. Like it takes a whole person on each arm, and then the third guard fucking starts wailing on him, punch him in the face, hits him probably twenty something times before he finally falls. I mean, it, this dude does not go down. Giggity. <laughs> um. So yeah, just yeah, all the guards big take a, dramatic take a music. Turn, give them the yeah, shots. he just fucking left, right crosses, holding him up, just punches the fuck out of poor Bronson here. Poor Bronson. Yeah, poor Bronson. <laughs> <laughs> like you're supposed to really feel bad for this guy. He's made his whole. He he dug this bed. Um, yeah, he gets down, and then they're all piling on him, keep punching him, and now he's back on stage. 
smiles, and so and we there, get the. There was definitely twenty something cunts. I don't think there were. All right, so it ends with the words: Charles Bronson is Britain's most famous prisoner. He has spent thirty-four years in prison, thirty years in solitary confinement. Has not been set a release date, at least as of two thousand eight when this came out. There has not been a release in date. Um, and as of now, when I was like looking up stuff on him, you know, for this episode, as as of now, he's still he's still in. Oh, so, oh yeah. Uh, then it cuts right before credits. Like after it smiles and it goes dark. We get those words, and you think that's the end of it, but we get one last shot of him like gasping and. I mean, he's beat the fuck up, and, and they put him in a, he can't sit down. a little itty bitty upright cage where he—you don't even have room to extend your arms out. It's like a four by four by six foot tall, probably, oh, probably cage. Probably not even four by four. Like he couldn't—he can't sit down. He has no, to he can't down. even. Yeah, he has to. Like he can't even lean back, and he's just gasping because his ribs are probably broken. He's yeah, all fucked up. Just a little bit wider than wider his than his shoulder shoulders. Rib. A little. There's no sitting square down. on, and it's just tall enough for him to stand up, and that's no it. No putting your knees up at Nothing. all. Nothing. You just got to stand. Well, that's what you get. You gasping and wheezing. Stupid turd. Yeah. You could have been out in seven years originally. Could have been out. You could have been out a long time ago already. And four, possibly yeah. four. Did you spend? But 40 instead, years you had to scream cunts at everybody all the time. So right. that's it. Uh, though, yeah, the, it pans back. We see him, and we're panning back, and the guards come up, lock the doors to the room that his cage is in, and it goes pitch black. Yeah. They just lock him into this room in this tiny little fucking upright cage, and that is the movie. The end. All right, All right. so what do we end up with, 14? So, Nick, you, uh, you guessed 42 cunts. Yes. Los... 36, and then you changed it to 71. I'm saying with 36. I, can't, <laughs> I, I shouldn't have been able to change it but to 71. But it's probably, what, 14? Uh, there's a total of 23. 23. Appearances Not of the word Not as much cut. as I thought. See, I thought it was really low. I should have gone with 25, but I went with it. Oh, well. I'm still closer without... By go with. It's prices or it's uh, it's definitely not, not prices right. right. It can be prices. Um, we both went over, so nobody I should have just said one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One, Brandon. I'll take one, Brandon. Now, the... The closest to the pin, not yeah. necessarily without going over. Okay, all right. So there we go. It's the end of our movie. Let's uh, let's go around the proverbial horn. Let's talk about our uh, okay. So I, our thoughts on Bronson. The movie itself is uh, it's all right, I guess. Watching the movie, not knowing what anything, <laughs> not knowing who this guy was or what this whole situation was going to be, we watched this. Wondering when it was going to get good. Like, where was the good part coming? Um, He goes back to jail. And about an hour in, we were like, what the fuck? Now he's going back to jail, right? And I was like, what the hell's going on here? And I'm like, it should be over soon. I look at it. It's like, only an hour has passed? Like, oh, no, I'm done. This movie's not that great. It's sort of fun in a way, but not great. Who gives a shit about this Charles Bronson guy? Obviously, uh, uh, an attention whore. He's got nothing else going for him. That being said, the for movie, sure. the acting, Tom Hardy's fun. And I love the word cunt, so that gets a little bit of points. Would I rewatch <laughs> this again? I will not rewatch this again. All right. Okay. All right. All right. Cunt. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> again, we definitely have more in this episode than are in the movie, for oh, sure. for sure. Um, I really enjoyed this movie. It took probably 20 or 30 minutes for me to kind of figure out the, the filming style of it and... and 
I don't know, just really get a good feel for it. So the first 20 or 30 minutes, I was like, I don't know, I don't know, I'm not sure. Uh, that, and I didn't really know anything about it either. Like, normally mm-hmm. I do a little bit of research, or I will have at least heard of the movie. I'd never heard of this one. Didn't look into it either. So once I got past that phase, I kind of I saw, like, the filming style. Um, I really love the parts where he's, you know, uh, how they have his, like, internal dialogue, but with him acting, and like, I really yeah, like yeah. how it tied all of that in. Um, really tied the movie together, man. It did, man. <laughs> it did. Um, yeah, I would definitely rewatch this again to possibly even appreciate it even more. I thought it was really well, well done. Awesome. Like along the lines of, um, like 2001 Space Odyssey or like Clockwork Orange, kind of like that artistic style. You know, the trailer actually says like a tra- uh, Clockwork Orange, uh, you know, this is as good as Clockwork Orange. Or really? Something oh, like someone, that. okay. Like in the actual trailer, it said Clockwork Orange, like type, type of style. Movie. And yeah, it, I mean, it's just that weird, obscene, but still very well done and captured, like, the, the I guess, the conflict of emotion in the scenes of, like, the, the fight scenes that are in slow motion, so it's dragging it out even more, along with, like, these well-known operas and sound pieces. It really kind of clashes, but if done right, it invokes so much more emotion behind mm-hmm. it. I really enjoyed it. Awesome. I would definitely watch this again. Hell Yeah. Actually, I might because we rented it from Prime and you get 48 hours. <laughs> you did it yesterday, I might rewatch might watch it again. It again. Tonight. Uh, just not in your backyard for the whole neighborhood to hear. No, that's fine. All 20, 23 cunts? Cunt! All 23 cunts. Was yeah. it 23? Cunt, 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 cunt. 23 cunts. Oh, man. Now there's a band. Are they playing easy at 23 cunts? Oh, cunt, cunt, 23 cunts. No, 23 cunts. cunts. <laughs> or no, uh, well, I like cunt 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 is playing as well. Cunt, they're, cunt, cunt. they're opening for it's just it's cunts. just a oh. it's a three piece band and they all go by cunt. <laughs> it's, the cunt it's like it's like Bell Biv DeVoe or Tony Tony Tony, but it's cunt cunt cunt. Cunt cunt cunt. <laughs> they actually cover Tony 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 songs. Do they? Mm-hmm. Cunt cunt cunt. Coming, I think they're playing now tonight. Uh, are they tonight? Is ACL going up on and right now? Just recording. We got to get up there. We got to go. get that. We I got my cunt tickets. Are they playing at cunt? They're playing at Cunt Factory. Uh, is ACL stand for All Cunt Live? <laughs> yes. You figured out what the C stands yes, for. Yes, finally figured South out. South by South Cunt. South by South Cunt. Oh. cunt a <laughs> Wood Cunt or Cunt Stock? Cunt Stock. All right, we, have we met our Cunt Quota yet? Uh, no, never. There is no such thing as a Cunt Quota. A Cuntwa. <laughs> um, my thoughts. All right, so in spite of the awful cunt who showed me this movie... Uh, and I mean, I mean it in the in the bad way. That time she was awful. Uh, I wish her the best. She's but, a B word. Oh Jesus, she's a BC word. Yep. Um, but for, I remember like sitting at her place and watching this and just being like amazed and enthralled. Like I I don't know the 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 violence, but the art house way it's done. I was just like, what in the fuck? It was just so cool to me to to take that approach at the movie like this as opposed to how it could have been done. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just is so kind of absurd. It's, it's so left field, but I think it's really fucking cool. It doesn't make you sympathetic. You don't end no. up feeling sorry for him. It doesn't try to humanize this monster. It just gives you a, well, yeah. Okay. That, that's that, uh, that, that makes sense. Um, but I think it's all done so well. I love him 
instead of being a voiceover, we don't get the Morgan Freeman voice from God narration. We get him on stage acting it out because all he ever wanted was to be famous in some way. So this is like a way of personifying that and showing it to the viewing audience. And I thought that was a really cool take. Uh, so I'd definitely watch it again. And um, yeah, there we go. Another two out of three. Yeah, like I said, I kept thinking... You didn't know that that was like internal. You thought that was like him actually, which could have been cool if that would have happened. Like it at the end, it would have been, nah, and then I got out, now I'm doing this. And so there you go, kids. Don't do drugs and don't steal. Yeah, well, that became <laughs> quite uh, evident after he they show him that final thing where he's in a cage. I'm like, yeah, he's not getting out. He's still serving in prison. Oh, okay. Well, I guess all and that's that stuff the going on with the ending of the movie is him battered and broken and gasping for breath in a fucking little hamster cage. Ugh. I wonder if he's seen the movie. Uh, yeah, well, I had seen that he he wasn't he had, allowed he's to not watch allowed it. Allowed to see it. Yeah. <laughs> His mom saw it and said she approves of it, and that was enough for him. Okay. But again, the, uh, that was. Years ago, so I who knows if he's seen it since then. They seem to love to give him leeway. Somebody snuck it in. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Give him sunglasses. Give him sunglasses in a room with furniture and all this other shit when he's obviously a danger to himself and everyone <laughs> around him. Uh, so, yeah, that does it for us this week. Uh, let us know what you thought about Bronson. Find us on Twitter at rewatch underscore though. Email us at the rewatch party at gmail.com. Join us next week as we welcome my main man, Sylvester Stallone, to the show. Finally makes it with quite possibly his worst movie ever, Bullet to the Head. Until then, I'm Nick with Lois and Brandon, and thanks for rewatching. to get at stains. Oh, let's just put it this way. I'm a people person. Job's done. Relax. I'm watching your back. The only reason I have a partner, right? Right. Was clipped. You gave me your word. You're getting out of that business. This is the last time. I'll never do this again. Taylor Kwan, WDCPD. I thought I smuggled a cop. I'm not interested in some disposable hired hater. I want the guys who took out your partner. What are you gonna do? Bring out some kung fu from the homeland? I was born in Florida. I have people like you to eliminate the enemy. You two are insane. You're dealing with an ex-mercenary. He's going to punch your ticket, and I am going to watch. You don't just kill a guy like that. I just did. Seems like I have something you want. Dad? I swear to you, when I get this guy, it's going to be bad. (laughs) 
Hey, you mind if we uh, listen to something from this century? I can't let you go on some killing spree. Go! It's sound like a broken record. They don't even make records anymore. Great. You and me, family will unfinished business to take care of. You get a fighter, you plan on boring me to death. <laughs> I know, I've heard the speech. We should have taken him in. Don't trust anybody. That's how you stay in the game. Bang, down, owned. 